Hey guys, today I want to talk to you about getting out of the cocoon of depression. Now depression might mean different things to different people, but what it meant to me and to many men that I know, it's a very physical reality. It's a lack of energy. You just don't feel like doing anything. You have no motivation to do anything, no great drive, no desire. For me, it was a physical feeling for most of my life and I slept for 10 or 12 hours and I woke up exhausted. And so are many men that I know and few men that I've worked with have had the exact same symptoms. And let me tell you how to get out of it. There's a way, <laughs> but here's the deal. You're gonna have to fight. You're gonna have to fight your way out of this cocoon. My father, in many ways, bullied me. He was, he didn't really, he wasn't physical, but his whole personality, his whole attitude was very bullying. And I was, I was, I lived in fear most of my life. Terror, anxiety, constant state of anxiety. And so for most of my life, there was a pattern. Before I face anything that requires a bit more of me, I feel total weakness. The same depression, the same lack of stability inside, as if the tectonic plates of my true being I've shifted and I just have no stability. I feel I don't I shouldn't go anywhere. I shouldn't do anything. It's a debilitating reality. And what really worked for me and what works for many men that I work with and I've given advice to is when you're in that state, that's when you need to start fighting. That's when you need to start literally go in the other room, get a pillow or make like a dummy or something and just start hitting it. If you don't feel like it, it doesn't matter. It happens so many times to me. I just feel sluggish and I just want to eat chocolate or watch a movie and just bury myself in a novel. Just leave me. Just leave me. I'm just going to watch YouTube videos. No. No. Exactly when you feel weak is when you should start by choice. You know, everything, everything great in life is actually a choice. Forgiveness is based on a choice. Love is based on a choice. Because feelings, they fluctuate. They come and go. But when you make that choice, human, the human will is the most powerful thing. I now live and work in a free country, not just free from tyranny, but actually free in spirit. Great Britain, that country is free because of the choice of human beings. Saying we shall not surrender, we'll fight on. Even though it didn't make much sense, practically at all it didn't make sense. But the choice, the human will is powerful. And when you keep making that choice to just throw that first punch to the pillow, you might not be able to see anyone's face in that pillow. It doesn't matter. If you feel sluggish, if you feel like a cocoon, like you're in this cocoon, someone's oppressed you. Someone smothered you. So many men just, just come to me and I, all I can see is the softness of the outer layer of energy. I just feel the, the energy of their mothers, their hands, the hands of their mothers around them. They will not let go of these boys, even if they're long dead. So that boy needs to start fighting. That boy needs to start pushing back. A bullying father, aggressive father. Even the absence of a father, absence of that good word and affirmation can keep you in, the, in this crippling state of you can't do much, you're just soft, weak. And what worked for me is fighting. Starting by choice, saying, I don't like it. I don't like this. I don't like this. 
throw a punch to that pillow, throw another punch, say, I don't like this, get away, get away. Before you know it, you'll be roaring at your father. You, you'll finally be facing the father whose face was so terrifying that you could never face it in your life. But now you can. And that's the true man inside of you. Someone lied to you, say, oh, you're just not like that. You're not very physical. I'm not very athletic. I'm not very handy with my hands. I'm not very, um, what's the word, nimble, whatever. Anything to do with working through the board, anything to do with being there physically. As in the men who actually we admired when we were children. They had big hearts, but they also had strong bodies and they were able to fight and to find their way through situations and, and save others. But... If you've never been good with your body, like I've never been good with mine, that's not because we're destined to be less than others. Don't listen to the people who say, wow, you know, we're just born this way. That's rubbish. I can prove you wrong. That's rubbish. It is that you actually haven't been present in that body. My soul, when I was growing up, was so busy hiding inside that body that I couldn't come out and, and experiment through the body. I've just written an article, the first part anyway, first chapter of article called My Fitness Journey. And uh, yes, fitness, out, external fitness is good, but it starts from inside. It starts from what makes this boy come alive. Every boy deep inside will have some sort of propensity to, to be physical in, in a different way. Martial arts or, or football, anything to which the body is expressed, the soul is expressed. And most of us, because we didn't have fathers who knew this, we didn't have fathers who were conscious, if you will. And I'm not blaming anyone, you know, that's not about blaming the previous generation. Actually, most of them, especially if you live in the West, previous generation, they did pretty well in fighting those wars and fighting the wars of survival in terms of working hard so that we can sit now and talk about these things without having to work four jobs in one day. But it's, this is personal. Something's been stolen from you and you must get it back. You must start fighting. Start fighting. I've had wonderful experiences for years with me and other people where after, after I've, I've gone through this level of sluggishness again and feeling, oh, here you go, my old depression is coming back and I've started fighting, literally fighting and then suddenly a face comes to mind. It's my father, of course, or my mom sometimes and I'm destroying, annihilating that person because, you know, you shouldn't feel bad about this, by the way. You're not destroying that, the actual real person, the person who... He or she is deep down. You're destroying the shadow. The shadow that harmed you. The family that you've been placed in. If they have been healed. If they have been restored. In their human potential. Their individual potential. It would have been paradise for you. You were meant to live with those people. But because they've been darkened. And because they never took a journey out of that darkness. You now have to fight with those shadows. Because they're still haunting you. Your mother's hands are still around you. You're my little boy. You're not going anywhere. Just stay here and I'll feed you chocolate. No! You must say it. You must scream it. No! Let me go. Break those ties. Cut those ties. The father who, whose face you couldn't even see because he was mocking you. He was taunting you. And you could never talk. You could never talk to anyone. Not even to yourself about how you felt. Because that person was too great in your life. If you spoke against him, he would be like speaking against your own existence. So it was a no-no. That's what happens in, in uh, tyrannies, in people who, who live under tyrants. That's why they worship them. That's why they like them. That's why they love them. They become their identity. It's wrapped in them. So you can't speak against them. You lie to yourself. That's what communism is. You lie to yourself that things were so good because, hey, 
What else have we got? You must start fighting. Don't fool yourself that you're not that way, that you're just a quiet individual. Because we're good people, we want to do good. We never even acknowledge that dark side. But it's not even a dark side. It's just a reaction against something that happened to you. Enter the darkness. I'm telling you, you must feel that depression, that sluggishness, that slowness, that despair. But if you want to get out of it, the first thing you must do is to cut off your escape routes. What normally, with me ages ago, in my teens, uh, long before my teens, but in my early 20s, whenever I felt this depressed, I would go out with friends and, and then, then just seek joy. Or if I'm alone, it'll be pornography, it will be food, it will be film, something to keep me busy. So whatever your addiction is, you need to resist it and then turn to the real source of your misery. The addiction isn't going to solve anything. Even if it's having a chat with your friends, you don't need your friends at this point. You need to be alone with yourself. You need to stay in your misery. You know, blessed are the poor in spirit. Why? What's so glamorous about being poor in spirit? Well, this is it. The first thing is that when you're poor in spirit, you can actually get to the root of that misery. When you cover that misery, your internal state of misery over with, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm just going to go and, you know, I'm going to go and pray or I'm, I'm going to go and, you know, for a run, especially people who are addicted to the gym like I used to be. I'm just going to go for a workout. I'm coming back. I feel great. Yeah, right. Until the next time, right? And then you're going to make yourself work out again, abusing yourself. And then when you miss a workout, what happens? Irritation comes. Why? Exercise should be pleasure, should be joy, should come from the heart and not from compulsions. You must stay in that misery and start fighting. If you feel sluggish, start fighting. I can even offer you free chat. You don't have to be in the UK to talk to me. You can call me on the phone. You can, uh, we can do a Zoom thing. I offer one hour free from my work to talk to people about the steps that I think they should take in their lives. It's totally free. You have nothing to lose. You have nothing to lose. Just book a chat with me and I can walk you to some helpful steps. So many times I would just go through this sluggishness of depression and uh, if I resist the temptation to medicate myself with something, then I arrive at the place of anger. Then once that's gone, once this, this is finally out of me, once, once the dark side of that, that person is totally annihilated, I get my strength back. I've gotten my strength back. Then I go and have a like, cold shower or something, which, and I, you know, part of your masculinity actually comes back. Even physically, in forms of that testosterone surge, when you feel powerful and, and, and when you do something physical, when you overcome, my goodness, that's wonderful. We need good men to be like that. Because good men, men with good intentions, they are very often emasculated and they stay in that state. Just like I was. I wanted to do good. How can you do good for others if you haven't done good to yourself? If you haven't gone through your own inner suffering to become the person who you actually are meant to be so that you can do the good work that you want to do. No, we need good men to wake up and become strong again. You can never be strong until we're just living behind the mask of a nice guy, just a nice guy. Nice means nothing. I think actually, literally, nice means stupid. 
you have you many of us became nice because we have no choice but become nice what else can i be can't be aggressive so i'll just stay nice so that people like me no goodness comes by choice you must be powerful you must be powerful enough to do a lot of damage and choose not to do it choose to be a good man that's a good man you've got your sword and you use it only for good if you haven't got a sword if you can't get angry then you're unpredictable. You're not good at all. Your vital energies are trapped inside your body and you don't know when you're going to explode. That irritability that I used to have so much and so many of my clients. It's funny how the people who come to me, they're just like me. It's funny when you walk to your own suffering, then the work that you get to do in your community is just tailor-made for you because the same type of the same people who have struggled with the same things, they, they're sent to you. They come to you so that you can help them by you just mere presence. You don't even need to do much. But you must suffer. You must be poor in spirit. And then you must find your anger and fight out of this place. Fight. Fight. Find the face of that person. You know who it is. You know who it is that makes you feel this way. It's not just life. It's someone. Someone made you feel that miserable. Your smothering mother, your bullying father. There's someone there who deserves you to fight them. Fight them. Even if they're long dead, you must fight them because they're still living inside of you. Unless you break free, unless you get your strength back, you have no hope. You have no hope. Just keep medicating yourself. That's the only hope. So that you don't feel what you know you should feel. That was my life for 20 odd years. I'm tired. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm 35 now. And in the last decade, it's been the most awakening, the most invigorating, the most purpose-driven decade I've ever had in my life because of this, this journey of finding who I really am. And I'll never forget and uh, how even some of my clients are saying, you know, we do some of this work the evening before or the late afternoon before and the next day. And that's a person who is not a morning person, mind you. Just like I never was a morning person. I had too much energy missing from me to be a morning person. And they said, wow, the next morning I woke up early and I just started, you know, doing some work around the house and just feeling invigorated. Say, yes, yes, because part of you now has come back and it's all that energy that's been released. You got some of your masculinity back. Of course, you're going to feel better about yourself. Of course, you feel like working out. You do swimming, you do running, whatever it is that makes you happy. To me, the bodybuilding, the weights I did for most of my life never made me happy. I didn't want to do any of it, any of this. But now I want to do swimming. I want to do some bodyweight exercises. Just, just a challenge myself. I want to try different things. I want to follow the, the ways that my body was meant to move. Not just enforce things over my body. And I'm not saying weightlifting is wrong. I think strength is, is wonderful. Especially functional training, strength training. It's wonderful. You need to do it. But my motives were not good. I was hiding a lot of baggage. So yes... If you feel depressed, maybe this is the unexplored avenue that is the last door that you haven't yet opened. The door behind which it's so much suppressed anger that you dare not open it. But I'm asking you, I'm begging you, open it, please, please. I offer my service to you. I give an hour away, free of charge, to talk to you. Get in touch we can talk if you want to get in touch with me go to uh, trainingformen.co.uk and if you want to explore some of the materials go to 
menscorner.co.uk. Speak to you soon. Bye.